So far, we have been marching through first and excuse me, First Corinthians and Galatians. That's what the Bible Bowl topics this year in Cookville are. First Corinthians and Galatians, and I've been trying to go through uh, these particular books uh, through this summer as uh, as our young people have been studying these books. And so far in Galatians, so far in Galatians. Uh, It says in Galatians chapter 5, if you'll turn there, Galatians chapter 5, verse 26, let us not become conceited, uh, let's not become smug, let's not become uppity, (laughs) let's not become big-headed, provoking one another, teasing one another, irritating one another. Let's not annoy one another, envying one another. Let's not, let's not be in the business of resenting one another. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourselves lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks of himself to be something when he's nothing, he deceives himself, he goes on to say. But let us each one examine his own work, and then we will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another, for each one shall bear his own load. How many of us who've ever gone through a trying time in our lives have ever had someone said, well, hey, if you need anything, if you need anything, don't, don't hesitate to ask. Don't hesitate to give me a call. How many of you ever heard that it, it, when you've gone through a trying time? How many of you ever said that? Yeah. And it's a nice thing to hear. It's a nice thing to say to someone. Hey, if you're going through trouble, let me help you. Let me help you. I've tried, if I'm on my game, and if in my right mind, instead of saying, hey, I'll keep you in my prayers, to just stop and pray with that person right then. If, if, I've, if, I've, if I've got my mind right, I'll, I'll do that. But what if someone called you? They called you on your help. You said, hey, if I could ever help with anything, don't hesitate to ask. If, hey, you're going through this, don't hesitate to give me a call. What if they actually called you? Could you, would you do what you said that you'd do? Or would you be more like, well, hey, you know, I can't do it this time. Moral support. I got all the moral support for you this time, but, you know, I can't really be there right now. Or would you avoid the person or their calls? We are so blessed here at Fountainhead because everyone here, who would say, if you need anything, holler, they actually mean that and then can back it up. I've I've, I've experienced that myself. From our text, we must bear one another's burdens. Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. When we became Christians, this, this should have been explained to us. Or at least soon after we put on Christ, this should have been explained to us that it's part of our job as Christians to bear one another's burdens. 
Not just to be baptized and be saved and that's it. There are other things that we, we must do to remain in Christ Jesus. And one of those is, is in our passage today. So many of our own people are plagued with, with darkness and doubt and damnation. And we have got to be the light. We've got to show them the love. We've got to show them the Lord's loving salvation. There are burdens to bear. And there's good to be done. That's what I love about being a Christian. That's one of my favorite things about being a Christian is that there are burdens to bear and there is good to be done. Chapter 6 starts off with the word brethren. Brethren, Christians, men and women, young and old. You know, if you're a baptized believer, Paul is these many centuries after first talking to the Galatians, but he's talking to us too. If you're a man, someone, anyone overtaken, caught in, in a trespass, what are those trespasses? One could be, could, be, could be caught up in. Well, you look back at chapter 5, verse 9. They're the works of the flesh. They're the adultery. Some people get caught in adultery. Uh, there's, there's fornication. Some people get caught in that, don't they? Uncleanliness, they're, they're overtaken in, in being unclean. Everybody, anybody ever seen that show, The Hoarders Show? I mean, they're just gradually overtaken in uncleanliness, uh, lewdness. They're, they're caught in that lewdness. Idolatry overtakes their lives. Sorcery, which includes drug use, they're caught in that. They're, they're overtaken in that. Hatred, some people are overtaken in hatred. They just can't get over being angry with folks. They can't get over the mad uh, in their life. They're caught up in jealousies, caught up in wrath, overtaken by ambition, uh, dissensions, caught up in jealousy, caught up in, in envy, caught up in in murder, overtaken by alcohol, caught, caught up in a party life. Any of those things, if, if you or me are caught in any of those trespasses, you who are spiritual restore such a one in a spirit of meanness. Is that what it says? No, it's not. in a spirit of hurtfulness. No, that's not what it says. In a spirit of mixed martial arts, you could grab them around their neck and just give them a, just, hey, you get back in line. No, that's not what it says. A spirit of gentleness. This is our duty as Christians. Look here at Romans chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. We then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak and not to please ourselves let each of us bear his be, uh, please let each of us please his neighbor for his good leading to edification part of our duty as christians is to build each other up that's what we're supposed to do look out for the weak christian the new christian the the hurting christian the falling faithful it says in romans chapter 15 verse 3 our example, Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, and Paul quotes the psalm, he quotes Psalm 69 verse 9, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. The spiritually strong like Jesus, like Jesus was to all of us, are to be the burden, bear the burdens of the weak. And we can... We can do so for some. We can't do so for everybody, but we can do so for some. 
Jesus bore the, the, the sins of everyone. We, we're not Jesus. But we can bear the burdens of, of some of those who are around us. We can help restore those who have been overtaken. It says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24, not by fighting, but by being gentle, patiently teaching, humbly correcting. If God will perhaps grant them repentance so that they may know the truth, so that the weak will come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil. But even the strongest of us must, must beware. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1 Lest you also be tempted, it says. Even the strongest of us must beware. James chapter 3 verse 2. We all stumble in many things, James says. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 12. Let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Be aware of our surroundings. That does not mean we do nothing. But we've got to know what's going on around us. We've got to know the danger. We still help, but we've got to understand that there's a danger there and it might catch us up in it as well. We purpose in our mind that we will help the next person who needs our help. Because, James chapter 5, verses 19 and 20, if anyone among you, if anyone among, among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns him that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Now, the, the first question I have for you this morning is, are we willing to bear one another's burdens? Are we willing to do that? Well, it starts with faith. That's how we, that's how we bear one another's burdens. It starts with faith. Now, to get more faith, I only know of one way, uh, biblically, to get more faith. And that, it, it, it takes God's word. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And then in Second Peter chapter 1 verse 5, we add to this faith, we add to that virtue or, or goodness. We want to do good. We care about others. We want to do good. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10 says, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good unto all, especially those of the household of faith. We add to this knowledge, we add self-control, we add to this self-control, we add to this perseverance. We, 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 we do so so that we don't fall. We're not caught up, tripped up in somebody else's trespasses. But we must believe and we must care and know each other to bear one another's burdens. This is a perfect argument for us being together. We've got to know each other so that we can bear each other's burdens. The only way that I know, we, know for us to know each other is for us to get together. It's hard for me to know a lot of these good folks from Free Hardman because I've never met you hardly before. I don't know who you are. It's hard for me to know what burdens you're going through, what trials you're going through, what, what problems are in your life. I don't know that. The only way that I can get to know that is for you to stick around or me to come to you and we get to know each other a little better. That's the only way we can bear one another's burdens too. We've got to, to know each other and this is a perfect argument for us to be together every time that we can be. Hey, it's, it's hard to know what each of us are going through, especially, though, if we're never here. Especially if we're never here. 
we, we, you know, we always read Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25, as, and we use it as a cattle prod for those who miss a bunch. But verse 24 is rarely quoted, and, and, it, and it's the reason why we should attend the worship. You know, it says in verse 24, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. That's the reason, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. You know, we sing that song, Are you ready? I want to change it just a little bit. I want to change it. Y'all know that song. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I want want to sing it. Just I want everybody to sing it with me. Am I ready? Sing it. Am I ready? Am I ready for the judgment day? Am I ready? Am I ready for the judgment day? We are looking for that day. Are you looking forward to it? Do you want Jesus Christ to come back? Are you ready for him to? There are burdens to bear. Are we willing to bear one another's burdens? Are we, willing, are we willing to do the works that we've been created for? In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, we've been created in Christ Jesus for good works. When we do, we don't fulfill the Old Testament law like we've been talking about in Galatians. That's, that's what Paul is trying to tell these Galatians. He's, he's saying, you've got these people who are trying to trick you and are trying to make you follow the old law again, the old law written on stone, the old law that's already been, the old law that's already been nailed to the cross. These people are trying to trick you. We've been talking about in Galatians, when we fulfill this law, when we fulfill this law, we fulfill the law of Christ. It says in James chapter 2 and verse 8, if you really fulfill the royal law, the, the, the law of Christ is the royal law, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. We do well when we fulfill this royal law of Christ. Notice Galatians chapter 6 verse 3. We shouldn't get too big for our britches. Too late for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> We shouldn't get too big for our britches. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Has anyone ever been embarrassed because of a wardrobe malfunction? Have you ever had a wardrobe malfunction? Have you ever sat down? I sat down one day. We were in class. I think it was Acts class. Sammy was teaching it. And you remember Charles is laughing. My pants split right down the middle, man. And I had, a, I had to take my shirt off and tie it. I had a T-shirt on. I had to take my shirt off and tie it around my waist. You know what I mean? I remember, um, I remember my English teacher. She went to church with us where I grew up in Dixon. And I've told this story before. Some of you may have heard it already. And she came out of the bathroom and she had tucked, she had tucked her dress in her pantyhose. So the, her whole back end was seen. And she, just, she was one of those friendly people too. You know, she just waved at people. Hey, how are you? And then you just, oh no, Miss Emma, Miss Emma. Matt wardrobe malfunction. If anyone thinks himself to be something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. 
Paul says it differently in Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Do not think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Look at verse 4. But let each one... But let each one examine his own work. And then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Remember, remember now, we plant others water or vice versa. Maybe we water and others plant. We plant others water. It's God that gives the increase. It's God who causes the increase. 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 3 verse 6. It says in verse 5 of Galatians. Back up one more. Verse 5 of Galatians. For each one shall bear his own load. Bearing burdens is for the spiritually strong. It's hard to bear somebody else's burdens when you can't bear your own burdens. That's hard to do. And so we've got to get stronger so that we can bear not only others' burdens as we've been commanded to do, but our own burdens. It's not the goal of the spiritually strong, though, to always continually carry the burdens of the weak. Okay? That's not what it's talking about here. But to get each one to a point that we can carry our own load. When we stand on our own two feet in front of God, we, and you won't be standing for me, and I won't be standing for you, we're all going to stand on our, on our own two feet. It says here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether, whether good or bad. We, we want to be found on that great day. When we stand in front of the judgment seat of God, we want to be found on that great day doing good, bearing burdens, Able to bear our own load. To bear our own load, we must help the weak. And we've got to get strong to do that. We've got to get stronger. We must start with the fundamentals. And that's what Matt's class is going to be about. Matt, your class, he's going to start with the basics. He's going to start with the fundamentals next Sunday. Uh, You are a Christian. What does that mean to be a Christian? You've been baptized. What's next? That's what his class is about. I hope all the, those who are new Christians, those who are young Christians, and those who just want to know, what is next? What am I supposed to do as a Christian? I hope you'll be a part of Matt's class next week. It's going to help strengthen you, strengthen you in your faith. Uh, and we've got to get back to the fundamentals. You uh, know if you've ever been on an airplane uh, and you have a small child with you, the lady at the front is telling you this. She's saying, if cabin loses pressure and the mask drops down, don't put the mask on your child first and then put the mask on yourself. You'll never make it. You'll never get the mask on yourself. Okay? First put the mask on you, then you'll be able to put the mask on your child. It's, it's just basic fundamentals. Do the first things first, right? Uh, it's football season. Football season. All these football teams are, are, are practicing they're getting, they're getting in with the practice. Hey, they're going through the fundamentals, especially these younger teams. Some of these younger ones, they just, they're just first time these guys have ever put on the pads before. They're, they're teaching them how to line down. They're teaching them how to get low. You know, you look at Derek Jeter. He plays third base for the Yankees. You know, in between, in between uh, pitches, he's just kind of walking around. He's got a kind of his glove hanging down there. Let me tell you something. When that batter gets up and that pitcher gets up there, he's all business. He remembers the fundamentals. He's not just walking around waiting for the ball to come. He's got the fundamentals on his mind. 
you guys who play golf. You guys who play golf, you know, you line up the putt. You don't stand out there and just hit it any old way you want to. You, you, you address the ball. You line up the same way every time. The fundamentals. We've got to remember our fundamentals. To understand if you're strong enough to bear your own load and to bear the burdens of another. To know if you're spiritually strong. Hey, it starts with the fundamentals. And the first fundamental I want to ask you right now is, are you a Christian? Are you in Christ? If you want to understand the fundamentals, if you want to get back to the fundamentals of of being able to bear your own load and then hopefully bearing somebody else's load, you've got to ask yourself, am I in Christ? Am I a Christian? That's the most basic of basics. That's what Matt's going to assume in your class, right? I'm a Christian. Now what? Hey, I'm asking you from the jump, are you a Christian? It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 5, it says, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless you are indeed disqualified? Are you disqualified? What do I mean by that? Here's an example. To know if... Uh, you're disqualified or not today. And this is a common flaw. This is a common flaw in religion today, in Christianity today, okay? Uh, What the world calls Christianity. I want you to remember, I want you to remember, as I'm talking here, I want you to remember John chapter 8, verse 32. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth. I think I've got it on the screen here. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. All right? Now, It says in Mark chapter 16, verse 16, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. Now, if you believed and were saved and then later baptized, you didn't obey the truth. Let me run through this again. John chapter 8, verse 32. I'm trying to see if you're qualified. I'm wanting you to ask yourself, am I qualified to be a Christian? Okay, am I qualified? And here's a, here's a common misunderstanding in the religious world today. All right, a common misunderstanding. 95% of people are trying to grapple with this particular thing that I'm, I mean, this hits everybody. Okay, this hits everybody. It says in John chapter 8, verse 32, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. So you understand that you've got to obey the truth to be free. Got it? We, we, we together? We're good? Okay. So it says in Matthew, excuse me, Mark chapter 16, verse 16, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. But if you believed and were saved, did you obey the truth? You didn't obey the truth, did you? Because you believed and were saved and then later baptized. You see what I'm saying? See where I'm going? You didn't obey the truth. And notice, look back at verse 8. John 8, 32, the truth didn't set you free. You are disqualified. That's what he's saying. That's what he's asking these Galatians to do. Examine yourself. Are you qualified or not qualified to be a Christian? Examine yourself. If you believed and obeyed, you're saved. 
Fundamental number two. Fundamental number two. This is understanding. Examine your life. When you examine your life weekly during the Lord's Supper, what do you find? Wait a minute. You, you do examine yourself weekly during the Lord's Supper, don't you? You do do that, don't you? you some of you don't, really? Really? I mean, that's what the Bible says. During the Lord's Supper, you don't? Look, 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 at, look what it says. We're, we're going to look at this even closer next week. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse, uh, verse 27 there. Look at that. It says, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, okay, will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason... Many of you are weak, spiritually weak. Many of you are sick, spiritually sick. Many of you are asleep and you need to wake up. You need to wake up. We need to carry our own load, church. We need to get strong enough so we can carry our own load and so we can carry the burdens of somebody else who's not as strong as we are. There are times when we all need help. There are times when we all need help. We're all weak sometimes. I am. You are. But we cannot remain so cannot remain weak. We've got to be able to, to do our part. We've got to be willing to do our part. We've got to be able to do our part. We've got to be strong enough to lift our load and the load of somebody else. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 6. When, when, every, when, when every knit together part of the body, when every knit together part of the body does its share, it causes the body, the church, to grow in love. Are you looking for something to do? Just turn back in Galatians. Just turn back in Galatians chapter 5. Look at verse 22, the fruits of the Spirit. Find somebody to love. Enjoy life. Enjoy your life. Make peace. Be patient and kind and good and faithful and be gentle and show some self-control. There's no law God-made or man-made against that. There's no law against the, the fruit of the Spirit. Carry your part of the $2,700 in our budget, church. Carry your part of that. Give 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 1 and 2. We're all needed, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 15. The foot can't say to the, to the, to the hand, because I'm, not, because I'm not a hand, I'm not part of the body. If one member suffers, we all suffer. We've got to have that mindset. If you suffer, I suffer. 
If you suffer, I suffer. If I suffer, you suffer. Verse 27, now you are in the body of Christ and members individually, members of the church. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. Just a side note here. A lot of people don't understand when I, you know, a lot of the old timers will say, uh, are you a member of the church? And they'll think it's some kind of a club or something. Like I'm a member of the country club down here. Or I'm a member of the Lions Club or the Rotary Club. That's not what they mean by that. The old folks, when they say that, are you a member of the church? That's not what they mean. What they mean is, are you a finger? Are you an ear? Are you an eye? Are you a foot? Are you the hands that help? Are you the feet that go? Are you the ears that listen? I'm a member of the body of Christ. That's what we mean by member. Are we willing to be members? Are we willing to bear our own load? This to me is the great part about being a Christian. Hey, this, this to me is, is, is what, it's, what being a Christian and living the Christian life is worth. I, I get great enjoyment out of helping. Don't you? I know a lot of you do. I know a lot of you do. I've seen you help me. And I know that it's built you up. I know that it's encouraged you. Maurice Connor, he was a preacher that spoke last week at the West Eastland Church of Christ down in Gallatin at the gospel meeting there. He said that a lot of times we as Christians, we tell other folks that are out in the world, we, we give them a bad bill of sale. We give them a bad bill of sale. We say to them, well, if you become a Christian, your marriage is going to be just perfect. When you become a Christian, your children are going to act right. When you become a Christian, your husband's not going to be a drunk. Your wife's not going to continue to run around on you. When you become a Christian, your job's going to be perfect. You're going to have money and you're going to be able to buy that new car you've always been wanting. I think we give people that that mindset sometimes, especially the TV preachers. They give people that mindset, and then when their wife doesn't act right, or their husband doesn't stop drinking, or the that 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 mess that's going on there in their life doesn't get fixed, they say, "Well, forget this God stuff. Forget about it. I, I've already tried that God stuff. I'm not going to try it anymore. It didn't work." It's because we sold them a bad bill of goods. Hey, when you become a Christian, we should have known this before we became Christians. Before we put Christ on in baptism, we should have been told this or very soon after that it's it's, it's not going to be all roses and song. That the Christian life at times is hard and that we're going to have to bear one another's burdens and be strong enough to bear our own. We've got to know that as Christians. We've got to do that as Christians. It's what we signed on for, to love and to be loved in return. We signed on for love and to be loved in return. You feel love, don't you, Derek? It's what he signed on for. You feel love, don't you, Derek? He feels love in return. Hey, that's what we all want. That's what we all can have. I can promise you that. I can't promise you a brand new car. I can't promise you your husband will be right. I can't promise you your wife is going to do better. I can't promise you your kids are going to be fixed. I can't promise you the bills aren't going to keep rolling in. 
But I can promise you that you will be loved and you will love in return because God loves you so much and He wants you to be a part of His family. And you can be a part of that family if you'll just obey. If you'll just obey. So many are in darkness and doubt and damnation. And what God offers, what God offers is light and life and loving salvation. If anyone needs baptism, if anyone needs to be restored, come right now as together we stand and sing.